Previously on The World to Come. The most influential person in Fiberow was the Cardinal. Revered princes of Fiberow, I hereby invite you and your courts to attend a special gathering in my roost. The council has voted to invite you to serve as raconteur laureate. Me? Why, yes, I I'd love to see the roost. Maron, your bachigaloops are killing me over here. I've been summoned to the roost. Chip, Chip Knickerbocker. I'd really like to see the roost for myself. I've never even left White Way Island before. You are addressing Her Royal Highness, the Princess Ripley. I come bearing a message from the Cardinal. A trip to the roost. This will be my first adventure outside of Queen's Realm. I'm so excited. And now, the latest chapter in the saga of the world to come. Where every random fandom that you take for granted has grown and warped into some sacredness in the world to come. Come and hear what grew out of the seeds you planted and how your rage looks like a monolith in the world to come. In the world to come. Episode 3, Home to Roost. A new day dawned, and it was full of promise. It was to be a watershed day in Fiveborough, for more reasons than one, as a ferocious thunderstorm raged above. Making their way to the roost, the leaders of the great factions of Fiveborough each had their own means of travel. For the Snookies, it was the Ubar. In the world that was, these vehicles were known as uh, pedicabs or cycle rickshaws. In our world, to summon an Ubar, the elites of Staten society scream at the top of their lungs until one arrives. For today's trek, Overboss Danielle and her crew summoned Ubars to ferry them across the treacherous Dina Manzo Narrows Bridge, with their Talon escort flanking their entourage on Schwinn's. Yolanda's posse from Boogie Town travelled by Coches Tuneados, which were customised automobiles built and augmented in the world that was. Of course, these vehicles no longer functioned as originally intended, but instead were dragged along by lower-class Escandalistas, bound to the bumpers like oxen to a wagon. They took the path over the Greased River through Scandal's Island as they made their way to their destination. Volker of Soderberg and esteemed members of the Criterion Council trekked north on little scooters, with Telebastian the Raconteur beside them on their skateboard, regaling their comrades with stirring stories all along the way. <laughs> Queen Sayonaris and her daughter Princess Ripley travelled by horse-drawn carriage with the gallant Sir Cyborg riding alongside them on his sturdy black stallion alert for any would-be threats to his royal charges. Ha! Finally, with a pack of provisions on his back and roller skates slung about his neck by their laces, Chip Knickerbocker of White Way crept quietly from his gilded cage. Once he'd made it outside, Chip donned his skates and made the treacherous sojourn to the roost alone. Unless one was willing to brave the savage lesser clans that were rumored to dwell beneath the streets of Fiveborough, the only path from White Way to the Roost was a convoluted one. 
ship had to cross one bridge over the Roost into Queen's Realm and then double back onto the Roost Rust Bridge. So named because it leads to the Roost, bears the colour of rust, and is pleasantly alliterative. Ultimately, each arriving delegation was greeted and brought to a reception in the Great Hall of Motorgate Manor, just north of the Roost Rust Bridge. Oh, Mother! Isn't it lavish? As scarlet-liveried servants offered trays of hors d'oeuvres and cocktails to the assembled five Barovian dignitaries, the disparate factions stood apart from one another, remaining in the company of their own kind while staring sidelong and whispering about the others. For all their disagreements and distrust, all those present had at least two things in common. One, they were all sopping wet from their respective journeys through the raging tempest without, and two, none of them had the vaguest idea of what to expect from the evening. Another drink, Queen Sayonaris? Thank you. You're drinking rather a lot this evening. Can you blame me, Sir Cyborg? The Cardinals gathered us, and now I wait with bated breath and high-arched brow. I share your nervousness, my queen, the man's still nowhere to be seen. I cannot guess at his intent, but he spent lavishly on this event, serving whatever never rot, spaghettios, gin mixed with mots. My queen, I'll go fetch us some more. What does this evening have in store? I won't Navoka, tell a bastion. May I interest you in some splendor-dusted peaches, fresh from the can? Yes, please. That sounds delicious. Thank you. I am too anxious here to eat. I've never dined like this. What's this white meat? Enjoy yourself, child. Go and grab a cup of imitation crab. I've never seen your nerves so riled. It's just uncertainty, don't mind me, child. I'll have my heckles high until I understand the Cardinal's will. And what we've been assembled for, what does this, this evening have in store? Refractious factions, clubbing clicks, exhibiting our nervous sticks. I saw the door as we await our absent host who holds our fate within his lacquered talent's clutch. We'd like suspense, but not Your Highness is of Boogie Town. May I interest you in a cocktail of rum and condensed milk? Si, por supuesto. Ew, none for me, thank you. They're clearly sparing no expense, but food and booze don't make the room less tense. Everyone sticking to their crew, or waiting on the Cardinal's cue. Five tribes dividing for so long Won't just get drunk and forge a bond so strong If that's a cardinal's point, he's failed The jig is up, that ship has sailed But still I love a good uproar What does this evening have in store? Hey yo, can we get some more drinks over here? Snookies hold our liquor better than these other mooks Of course, Madam Overboss Snookies are looking to get lit Everyone else looks scared But fuck that shit I don't truck with anxiety The food is good, the drinks are free Hey, let us get around of shots If you run out of booze, I swear to God They just brought out another tray We're getting silver bombs a day Just like the Saints of Jersey Shore What does this evening have in store? We fractious factions clump and wait, hypothesize and postulate. What is the cardinal scheme or scam? My god, they're even serving.
the poshest of gourmet cuisine is being served. What can this mean? What did the cardinal call us for? What does this evening have in store? Lucas, I've been looking all over for you. Ripley, I mean, your highness. Ripley's fine. I just snuck out to poke around while everyone's losing their mind about the spread. You guys are serving the spam. Oh, yeah, I know, it's wild, right? Is it everything you've ever dreamed? Is it just the way you thought? In my mind, this place was trimmed with gold, yet I haven't seen a jot. There's more, though, to explore, so the great unknown still great. There's no turning back, I'm through the door. What does this evening have in store? I just feel bad for that poor Hepburner kid standing alone in the corner. I can't believe Whiteway didn't send a bigger delegation. Hey, you should go introduce yourself. You know, cheer him up. Are you kidding? My mom would kill me if I started chatting up a Hepburner. Well, I feel like these are special circumstances. You should Lieutenant go- Lieutenant Sparrow! Your orders were to assist the serving staff in the storeroom, not to dally in the corridor harassing His Eminence's guests. Apologies, Highness. He was no bother, really. I stopped him. I see. Well, hop to it, Lieutenant. The Snokies are blowing through our booze faster than the servants can stock it. Right away, Commodore Hawk. I should be getting back in there anyway. Are you sure there's nothing at all we can get you, Mr. Knickerbocker? Oh, I'm ginger peachy, thanks. Right now, how could I eat or drink? I'm scared to death what must these people think? That boy who's flowering the wall must have no friends, no life at all. But sadly, they'd be mostly right. In many ways, it's like a normal night. Except the part where I have fled across two borders lined in red. Which might have been an act of war. What does this evening have in store? We fractious factions start to spin. Our nerves are high, our patience thin. Drinking tequila, rum and gin. Wondering how long it now has been. He won't be too long, now we hope. We're just not sure if we can cope. His eminence stands at the door. What does this evening have in store? Princes of Fiveborough, I welcome you one and all. I am most pleased to have you here in my humble summer palace, Motorgate Manor. I am certain you are all wondering why I've summoned you. You got that right. <laughs> all shall be revealed in due course. But first, I would like to toast you all for braving the maelstrom outside to attend our little fete. I see we even have a representative from the Great White Way. I thought your leaders had declined our invitation. Oh, well, um, the, the, the thing is, Mr. Cardinal, sir, we put on our thinking caps and reconsidered once your messenger had already left. I hope that's okie-dokie with you. Of course, Mr. Knickerbocker. It isn't as though I spent hours this morning perfecting the seating arrangements. Everyone, please... Raise your glasses and let us drink to the five mighty factions of Fiveborough. 
Now, if you will follow me into the banquet hall, we can all break bread together. With a swoop of his crimson cape, the cardinal pivoted and strutted from the room. His perplexed guests muttered amongst themselves as they filed out of the great hall after their host. What do you think this means? I'm wondering if he's trying to host some sort of peace summit, but I haven't heard word of any interfactional skirmishes. I've long warned you about the Cardinal Majesty. This seems like a power play, buttering us all up with premium booze and fine food, even trotting out as priceless a delicacy as spam. He's angling for a coronation. The notion crossed my mind as well, Sir Cyborg. But he is in for a rude awakening, if so. I bend the knee to no man. As they were led into the banquet room, scarlet-clad footmen led the guests to their assigned seats. My daughter won't be seated with me. Why do you have half my people sitting with the fucking criterionis? They'll be bored out of their heads listening to those twats drone on about pastizio or whatever. It is called pastiche, you philistine. Oh, fill a stein up with rocks and crack it over your head. Enough! Enough! Apologies, your highnesses. All the faction heads will be seated nearest to me. It is intended to display the equal respect and favor I feel for each of the great factions of Five Borough. The other members of your courts will be perfectly comfortable, I assure you. Please, sit. Reluctantly, they all took their assigned seats, and at a subtle gesture from the Cardinal, the serving staff began to pour wine for the assembled guests. This aged vintage was squeezed out of plastic bladders that had once been housed in Franzia boxes, before the paper plague necessitated the destruction of all cardboard. Princess Ripley found herself seated with an attractive youth to her left, wearing a black turtleneck sweater and thick-rimmed glasses. Immediately based on this costume alone, she took them for a criterion. To her right, she recognized the pale-faced youth from White Way and shot him a smile. Good morrow. My name is Ripley. I hail from Queen's Realm to the east. Oh, hi there, Ripley. My name's Chip. Chip Knickerbocker. I reckon you already heard, but I'm from over yonder in White Way. Well met, Chip of White Way. Why aren't you seated over there with the other faction heads? Oh, jeepers. I'm not the head of nothing. My parents are the plutocrats back home. I'm just the heir. Plus, I reckon the Cardinal's cross with me on account of I showed up unannounced after my parents declined his invitation. Why would anyone decline an invitation from the Cardinal? I know, right? I mean, they're spam. Seriously? So decadent. Hey, Ripley, who's that soldier fella over there with the obscenely chiseled jaw? Who keeps looking at you? Hmm? Oh, that's my friend Lucas. He does have a pretty square jaw, doesn't he? Wait, you're friends with a talent officer? Is that even allowed? I don't know. I guess we're not friends, really. I just met him yesterday when he was delivering the Cardinal's invitation. Oh, I wish I'd been there when my parents got the invitation. Chip of Whiteway, do they even know you're here? Please don't tell anyone. Well, as long as you don't tell anyone, I know a talent, Lieutenant. Deal. So say we all. To Ripley's left, Bastion smirked to themselves and, like a good raconteur, listened, while those to their right spoke and revealed fresh stories to perchance exploit and embellish. Meanwhile, toward the middle of the long table, an increasingly tipsy overboss Danielle was grilling the Cardinal about his intentions. 
So, reality check. Are we gonna get down to business tonight or are we just shooting the shit? There's no need to be crass. Don't get your frilly panties in a bunch, Renfair. You know we Snooky's gotta keep it real. Thank you for defending my honor, Queen Cyanaris. But there's really no need. If the overboss will just be patient, her curiosity will be sated all in good time. We as scandalistas understand all too well the importance of building suspense to maximize el dramatismo. Suspense does not always lead to drama. Sometimes it is a slow, inexorable march in a winding circle that builds tension with no release. The criterion may be satisfied even in our own dissatisfaction, realizing it is nothing but a mirror held up to our faces, reflecting the cyclical nature of our quotidian routines. The fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> come, come! They're bringing the soup course! Now, I promise all will come to light after we dine. Sweet Chrisley! Is that Campbell's tomato? I've died and gone to Jersey! All the while, as the dinner commenced, Lucas Sparrow stood guarding the door and watching Ripley and the other guests as they indulged in delicacies he'd served when he was a footman, but never chanced to taste. Standing at attention, his eyes wandered across the array of faces at the table and he considered the fate that brought him to this moment. I didn't choose my lot I was sold when I was much younger So am I better off or not? I'm no stranger still to the hunger I've heard about my ma They say she brought me from White Way That she was not poor but bourgeois And handled herself the right way But mama still sold her boy For a taste of better days And what future did she destroy When things went sideways What's the life I might have had If she'd kept a baby son If I had a mom and dad Would I still be overrun With these thoughts about things That I have never done This often haunts my dreams Where else might my fate have led me? Would I serve one of their regimes? Would it be safer or much more deadly? Perhaps I'd be a rock on tour I'd earn my fame and I'd wear it boldly a chef, priest, or entrepreneur What would I be if she hadn't sold me? But I never knew such days What the hell is family? To 
your baby son Would I still feel so alone And would I be overrun With these doubts about things That I have never done I know some folks have it worse And live cleaner That these worries and doubts will pass I know they say the grass will always be greener But I've never seen no grass I have sheltered food in my occupation There are plenty who have none But I'm standing here aware of my station So struck by all the things that I've never done Well, I've never been in love Never fallen for someone's charms Thought an angel fell from above And landed in my arms Now I'm struck by a kind of urge To embark on something new I think I'm ready to dive from the path I'm bound to It's a scary thing to stray But I've already begun And I think I'll be okay Even though I'm overrun With these doubts about things that I I've never done All these doubts About things I've never done Jasper, would you look at this spread? All at once, Lucas was snapped out of his reverie and into the harsh reality that he'd been derelict in his guarding duties and allowed two strangers to meander unimpeded into the banquet hall. I knew it! There he is, Millie! I told you he was here! Wait, you people can't just barge in here. Do you know who we are, Buster? This fella here is the Plutarch of Whiteway. And this here's my messes. We're here on account of our son snuck out of the brownstone to attend this little soccer. Well, I have orders to- Oh, stand down, Lieutenant. Their son already ruined my seating arrangement. We may as well pull up a few more chairs and they can join us for the main course. Ha! Not on your life. Chip, get up. We're going home. But I'm having a nice time, Pop. With this motley crew? Please. Just join us at the table. Oh, the trays are coming out of the kitchen now. We wouldn't be caught dead taking supper with a bunch of riffraff from the provinces. <gasps> Is that spam? Huh? Oh, I mean, a little amuse-bouche wouldn't kill us. Jasper and Millicent scrambled to the table to claim the chairs that had been brought for them. But don't get any big ideas that you're off the hook for any of this, Chip. You're not so old, I can't take you over my knee. Now then, we've reached the main course, so perhaps it's time we get to the main event as well.
There is indeed a reason I've assembled you all today. About time? What is it? A few weeks ago, in the midst of a fitful sleep, I had a dream. Nay, a vision. After I woke, I spoke to my advisors, had my auguries taken, and all confirmed my suspicions. My vision had been sent from the past. It was... <gasps> A movie. Madre Maria. Sweet. By the light of this You saw a movie with your own eyes. With my mind's eye, but yes. But what was the picture? A film known as My Dinner with Andre. This title is known to the Criterion Collective, but I believe the tale has been lost to the ages. Until now. Hi, Eminence. Uh, Bastion here. Reconteur by trade. Are you saying that you've retained enough of the story to share it? This would be a find on par with Teller Hitomi's discovery of the Dexter finale. Well, better than that, I should hope. But yes, I've retained the story completely. Oh, you must share it with us. You must tell us the story so we may keep it alive for future generations. Oh, I'll do you one better. The Cardinal rose from his throne-like chair, raising his arms skyward. I have adapted my dinner with Andre into a musical. <gasps> my musical will premiere here at the Roost a week from today, starring me as Wallace Shawn and the Commodore of my guard, Achilleon Hawk, in the title role of Andre Gregory. Yes, you heard me right. Just one week from tonight, I'm gonna shine a light on our past. With passion and pizzazz, with tap and modern jazz, I am the one who has Received the broadcast To write a musical How exciting does life get? I wrote a musical I grant there's not much set But still a musical A musical I'm resurrecting Broadway You've never heard where we will sing the written word Your vision will be blurred by all the glitz In just a week you'll see all my virtuosity And who's a star? It's me! Singing all the hits come view my musical My natural habitat's a big old musical I swear it's better than Cats, my brand new musical a musical, I'm resurrecting Broadway. Could it be true he's seen a movie? I really did, I have been blessed. How can this miracle be real? Just wait to see my sequin first. Maybe he's really seen a movie. I've answered this, can we move on? How can this be, what is the deal? And I'm as graceful as a swan. Dance break.
with makeup, costumes, props, a real life musical. The magic never stops inside a musical. Inside a musical. I'm resurrecting Broadway. Housing number, the only people still seated were Ripley, Chip and Bastion on their side of the table and Danielle and Yolanda seated toward the centre. The five bemused five Barovians exchanged quizzical glances, utterly perplexed by the turn of events they'd just witnessed. But the moment passed when the Cardinal returned to the table and addressed all assembled. Let us eat, drink and be merry kittens for... Happy days are here again! Oh, I know how far you've all trekked to answer my summons, and the storm still rages outside. Rooms have been prepared for all of you to stay overnight here at Motorgate Manor. I must excuse myself for I am on vocal rest until next week's performance. Dessert is served. With a flourishing turn and a sweep of his feathered crimson cape, the Cardinal minced out of the banquet hall as his footman appeared with trays of precious hostess Twinkies a flambe. The guests returned to their seats abuzz with excitement over the Cardinal's news. Okay. Danielle of the Snookies began. Is it just me? Or was that weird as fuck? I hope you felt this story flowed, but that concludes this little episode. I'm loath to leave you in this state, but good things come to those who wait. Next time things will be clarified, you'll get to hear us sing as worlds collide. Will Lucas flirt? Will Chip get spanked? I think we know Danielle gets tanked. Let's see if I drink myself numb. Next time you're on the world to come.